Patitana Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha 
श्री जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैता गदाधर श्रीवासादिगौर भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कृपम करोति वाचालम पंगुम लंगायते गिरिम यत्कृपा तमहम वंदे श्री गुरुं दीनतादिनम Today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 10, Text 27. Aho Bhattaswar Yashasastiraskari Kushasthali Punya Yashasakari Bhuva Pashanti Nityam Yadanukraheshitam Mitavalokam svapatim smayat prajaha Aho bataswar yashasastiraskari Kushasthali punya yashasakari bhuva Pashanti nityam yadanukraheshitam Mitavalokam svapatim smayat prajaha Aho bataswar yashasastiraskari Kushasthali punya yashaskari bhuva Pashanti nityam yadanukraheshitam Mitavalokam svapatim smayat prajaha. Yam Yadanu Graheshitam Mitavalo comes Vapatim's Mayat Praja Kushasthali punya yashaskari bhuva Shanti nityam yadvankraheshitam Mitavalokam svapatim smayat prajaha Ahupatasvar yashasastiraskari Kushasthali punya yashaskari bhuva 
पश्यन्ति नित्यम यदनुग्रहीषितम नितावलोकम स्वपतिम स्मयत प्रजाह ट्रांसलेशन अहो बता हाउ वंडरफुल दिस इज स्वयश द ग्लोरीज ऑफ द हेवनली प्लैनेट्स तिरस्करी दैट विच डिफीट्स कुशस्थली द्वारका पुण्य वर्चू यशस्करी फेमस भुव द प्लैनेट अर्थ पश्यंती सी नित्यम कॉन्स्टेंटली यत दैट विच अनुग्रह ईशितम टू बेस्टो बेनेडिक्शन स्मितावलोकम लैंड विद द फेवर ऑफ स्वीट स्माइलिंग स्वपतिम अंटु द सोल ऑफ द लिविंग बींग दैट इज कृष्णा कृष्णा स्म यूज टू यत प्रजाह द इनहेबिटेंट्स ऑफ द प्लेस ट्रांसलेशन अनडाउटेडली इट इज वंडरफुल दैट द्वारका हैज डिफीटेड द ग्लोरीज ऑफ द हेवनली प्लैनेट्स एंड हैज एनहेंस द सेलिब्रिटी ऑफ द अर्थ द इनहेबिटेंट्स ऑफ द्वारका आर ऑलवेज सींग द सोल ऑफ ऑल लिविंग बींग्स that is krishna in his loving feature he glances at them and favors them with sweet smiles perfect the heavenly planets are inhabited by demigods like indra chandra varuna and vayu and the pious souls reach there after performance of many virtuous acts on earth modern scientists agree that the timing arrangement in higher planetary systems is different from that of the earth Thus it is understood from the revealed scriptures that the duration of life there is 10000 years by our calculation 6 months on earth is equal to one day on the heavenly planets facilities of enjoyment are also similarly enhanced and the beauty of the inhabitants is legendary common men on the earth are very much fond of reaching the heavenly planets because they have heard that the comforts of life are far greater there than on the earth they are now trying to reach the moon by spacecraft considering all this the heavenly planets are more celebrated than the earth but the celebrity of the earth has defeated that of the heavenly planets because of dwarka where lord shri krishna reigned as king three places namely vrindavan mathura and dwarka are more important than the famous planets within the universe these places are perpetually sanctified because whenever the lord descends on earth he displays his transcendental activities particularly in these three places they are perpetually the holy lands of the lord and the inhabitants still take advantage of the holy places even though the lord is now out of their sight the lord is the soul of all living beings and he desires always to have all the living beings in their swarupa in their constitutional position to participate in transcendental life in his association his attractive features and sweet smiles go deep into the heart of everyone and once it is so done the living being is admitted into the kingdom of god from which no one returns this is confirmed in the bhagavad gita the heavenly planets may be very famous for offering better facilities of material enjoyment but as we learn from the bhagavad gita 9.20 and 21 
one has to come back again to the earth planet as soon as the acquired virtue is finished. Dwarka is certainly more important than the heavenly planets because whoever has been favored with the smith with the smiling glance of the Lord shall never come back to this rotten earth which is certified by the Lord himself as a place of misery. Not only this earth but also all the planets of the universes are places of misery because in none of the planets within the universe is there eternal life, eternal bliss and eternal knowledge. Any person engaged in the devotional service of the Lord is recommended to live in one of the above mentioned three places namely Dwarka, Mathura or Vrindavan. Because devotional service in these three places is magnified, those who go there follow the principles in terms of instructions imparted in the revealed scriptures, surely achieve the same result as obtained during the presence of Lord Sri Krishna. His abode and he himself are identical and a pure devotee under the guidance of another experienced devotee can obtain all the results even at present. Hare Krishna, welcome to today's Bhagavatam class. Today is Sunday, 24th of October, 23rd of October and uh, I am Devi Radha Dasi and I attempt to speak a little on today's purport. So today's verse focuses on the exalted status of the dham, especially Prabhupada is mentioning about Dwarka dham. This entire chapter is focused on like Sri Krishna going back to Dwarka from Hastinapur. So uh, Prabhupada is talking about the celebrity status of dhams, especially with respect to Dwarka. Dham or uh, spiritual places of significance play a very important role in our tradition, in the tradition of bhakti. In the nectar of devotion, which is bhakti rasamrit sindhu, there has been a mention of 64 principles of devotional service. And of this, the top five have been mentioned as follows. First is deity worship, then hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, association with devotees, Sankirtan and living in Mathura or in other words, living in a dham, living in a sacred place or a holy place. So, dham is, is so important for us. So, and... Uh, as such, Prabhupada is mentioning in the verse, it is mentioned that the celebrity status of the earth is much more than the heavenly planets because of the dhams, especially Dwarka, Mathura and Vrindavan. Prabhupada elaborates further to include Vrindavan and Mathura also. But it is to be understood that when we are talking about Dwarka, it is like we are talking about dham. Okay? All the dhams have some spiritual potency or the other by dint of being associated with Sri Krishna in some pastime. Or the other, like we have Puri where Jagannathji is there, and so many Rameshwaram, Badrinath, so on and so forth. But particularly, three places are especially important, which are, as Prabhupada has mentioned, Dwarka, Mathura, and Vrindavan. And why is this so? Because whenever the Lord has advented on earth for his earthly pastimes, he has been associated with these three dhams. He has performed many of his pastimes, most of them in these three places and that makes them like supremely important. It is said that Krishna as as a cowherd boy has walked all over Vrindavan. His footsteps are there all over Vrindavan. There is a beautiful pastime in which the cows, they uh, take this pledge that they will not walk on the place where Sri Krishna has uh, put his footprints. 
because you know they wanted to preserve the footprints and it is uh, it is mystical how they managed it because nanda maharaj had like millions of cows so these are all like mystic uh, what do you say properties of vrindavan dhav all these things can happen there so so in our in, to say that like krishna has walked all over these dhams his presence is there in each and every atom of these dhams okay and um, so even though krishna has completed his earthly pastimes and we can no longer see him physically like during uh, the time when he advented still the effect continues and it is going to continue eternally especially in these dhams okay the various puranas they also mention the importance of staying in these dhams the benefits which we achieve so in skanda puran it is mentioned a person who has lived in dwarka for 6 months for one month or even one fortnight there is awaiting elevation to the vaikuntha lokas and all the properties of profits of swarupya mukti that is the four handed vishnu form and uh, further even in nectar of devotion it is mentioned how uh, in puri dham also you get all these benedictions in puri dham Uh, it is mentioned that even if you sleep it is considered like you are paying obeisances to the lord whatever you eat even if you eat havish or fish it is considered as prashada so such is the glories of the lord this, this is not applicable anywhere else not to say that you are supposed to eat fish or something but this is the kind of benedictions which you receive in holy places or dhams and in this verse particularly dhams have been compared to the heavenly planets and the comparison is such okay to say that uh, the celebrity status of the dhams or the popularity is much more than that of the heavenly places and prabhupad uh, goes on to explain that why is this so so first we need to understand like what is the heavenly planets then you know what what is so great that we are comparing it to the heavenly planets right now heaven or swarga is the planet of demigods and these planets are far far superior to the earth when it comes to material enjoyment or facilities for enjoyment like people on earth we try so hard so hard to enhance our uh, senses for seeking pleasure right if you see everything everything possible it is like that so like uh, when we talk about food right we try so many combinations so much emphasis is there even at home to try to make things tastier or to uh, you know tantalize our taste buds and also it's a full industry where there are there is research going on to understand taste buds and how to like you know make flavor such that it attracts more and more people right then you have the fashion industry the beauty industry people are trying to become ageless or like enhance their looks by so many procedures you know cosmetic procedure herbs take this tonic use this product so on and so forth and so many in every aspect of life we are trying to enhance our sense sensual pleasure but all this becomes totally irrelevant when we compare it to the heavenly planets where by default the people are so beautiful I mean, we cannot compare the. They say the absurdas, even the topmost heroines or anybody, they pale in comparison. Prabhupada has said this so many times. So it is like a futile attempt, but we still try. So how how do you compare? Like the heavenly planets, they say that the colors which you see. So if we are able to see like ten colors, they probably are able to visualize a hundred more colors than which we are 
accustomed to. Hmm? Similar is the case for taste buds. Probably the variety of tastes which you can experience in the heavenly planets is much, much more. And this is the case for everything possible. Just to give an example, like you know, how, how to compare, like, you know, what, what we are missing, we don't know in, in one way. So uh, there is a condition called colorblindness. So in a colorblind person, a person cannot see particular colors like uh, green or red. So these colors appear as grayish or some tones to the colorblind person. And depending upon the severity of the colorblindness, uh, the person can almost see something in black and white or technicolor if we have we are used to technicolor movies. So the person sees the entire world in these colors. He's bereft of many of the colors. So we get a particular kind of glasses now or lenses with the technological advancement. So with those lenses, these people can see colors. So I have seen a few videos of people, like colorblind people, and uh, they are trying on these lenses for the very first time. And once they put it on, their reaction is priceless. You should see them. Like, they're almost tears in their eyes. They're they rolling on the ground, like, because out of ecstasy. Like, they have never seen colors before. And all of a sudden, they are able to see colors, okay? So our condition, as when you compare it to the heavenly planets, is like a colorblind person. We cannot really uh, have an idea about all the colors which exist in the heavenly planets. So that, that's just to give an idea, not like we as want to go to the heavenly planets, but uh, the kind of uh, senses and sense enjoyment which we can do in the heavenly planets is that much more. So this, this is a small example. Okay. So... And again, heavenly planets, I'm assuming that there will not be any dirt or, you know, kachra or garbage lying around, which is, which is a feature here, not, uh, in America so much, but, but still here also I have seen that. So that, that is a thing, like people are not that clean here, whereas heavenly planets and everything, I assume everything is going to be like super clean and stuff. So naturally people are enamored with the prospect of going to heaven. So many things, this is, um, especially people in India, we all know, every, anybody departs the world, they're going to heaven. So our understanding is like spiritual world is heaven. Even in uh, Christianity, anyways, it's like heaven. You go to heaven after you die, after the judgment day or whatever, like heaven or hell, that is how it is. Okay? But even all these facilities of the heavenly planets cannot compare with the facilities which we get, get in the dhams. Okay? It is said that the inhabitants of the heavenly planets also visit the dhams to get the spiritual benefits of the dham or to take darshan. So I remember like in the initial days when we were visiting Puri dham or some places. So our guides used to say, look out for people, you know, who are not blinking. They are probably demigods who have come down to the dhams to take darshan of the Lord or to get the you know spiritual benediction or ben, uh, benefits of the dham. So it's like uh, I'm not sure how how relevant it is or how true it is, but seemingly the pla people in the heavenly planets they don't blink. Okay, so that's supposed to be an indicator. So we would actually look around and do we see somebody like that? <laughs> I never saw someone like that, but. 
just to give the importance of like even the. <laughs> I believe these people are looking, <laughs> looking around, but that is uh, just to say that like you know the people from the heavenly planets also want to come down to these dhams in spite of all the facilities which they enjoy out there. So what is it that makes the dham so special? Okay, so we already covered it. It is basically the association of Sri Krishna. It is like in Hindi we say kan kan me basa hai Krishna. It's like in every atom of the dhams, the presence of Krishna is manifested, and we can feel the presence. And the dhams provide one facility which no other place on the heavenly planets or anything can provide. That is. Uh, you can achieve liberation from the cycle of birth and death. Okay. This is something which is not possible anywhere else or in the heavenly planets. The heavenly planets, if you compare, it is like a resort or a vacation place, right? So you earn very hard, you earn a lot of money and like, you know, every day you're working and then you want a vacation. You spend a lot of money, you go to all these fancy resorts you can enjoy as much as you want all the facilities which are there, the luxuries and everything, as long as you have money. Now, once your money is exhausted, you no longer have anything to, you know, give anywhere. You have to leave. Nobody is going to allow you to stay in those resorts for free. It's the same is the case for the dham, uh, not the dhams, for the heavenly places. It is all, uh, mm, what do you say, a balance sheet of your karmas. You have good karmas, pious credits to your benefit. That much time you can spend in the heavenly planets. Once that is exhausted, you have to come back again to the material world. Take birth again on earth, go through the same cycle again, and then you can keep on going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until you come to bhakti, you realize what is the purpose of life and Instead of going to heaven, you decide to go to Goloka. Right? And for going to Goloka, to realize that, you understand the importance of coming to a dham. So that is why dhams are so, so, so important. And that is what Prabhupada is saying in this. Perfect. And um, as we said, like contrary to popular notion, the heavenly planets are not the spiritual world. They are very much a part of the material realm. Now, this knowledge is lost to the people in general, even pious people. Uh, uh, we say that they go up to Swargaloka or the heavenly planets, but they are somehow not understanding that there is something beyond that which is the spiritual world, from where we don't come back. The idea is that once you go to heaven, you are there forever, but that is not the case. So... So due to lack of knowledge, most people desire to go to heaven. That is something which we need to understand. The knowledgeable people go to seek to go beyond, beyond and get liberated from the cycle of birth and death. This concept of like coming back to earth after your pious credits are gone, it is explained very nicely in Bhagavad. In the ninth chapter specifically, uh, Prabhupada is also men mentioning. There's like, Shine Punya Martya Lokam Vishanti. Shine means coming down. Punya is your pious credits. So once your pious credits 
keep coming down, you come back to the Martya Loka. Martya Loka is your earth. So, we have to come out of this cycle. So, that, that talks about the celebrity status and all. And I would like to elaborate a little bit on the last line of the purport which Prabhupada is talking about. What he is saying is, Prabhupada said, a pure devotee under the guidance of another experienced devotee can obtain all the results. Now this, this I feel is very, very important. Going to a dham with an experienced devotee. Like if you go on your own, you don't really understand the importance in many aspects. There might be some liberated people like, you know, who have that potency. But um, many of us commoners like me, myself, I wouldn't really understand the significance of the dham if I would have gone on my own. I was lucky that I have always gone with somebody else who could show me around. So that is very, very, very essential to go with an experienced devotee. So uh, the thing goes like, you know, otherwise it becomes like a tourist spot. You go around uh, the major, major attractions, then you are put off by the material aspects of the dham many a times. Krishna likes to stay in, if you go to Vrindavan, you'll get an idea. Like, you know, many a times you will see a lot of dirt and filth around, even around temples. So people are put off by it. And like, how is this supposed to be a holy place? There's so much of, you know, dirt around. The alleys are spelling of urine and there are feces around. It becomes disturbing to the mind. And you get caught up in all these material aspects. Like there is mismanagement, there is corruption, and so many, so many things. The discomfort, like uh, Adina Bandhu Prabhu keeps saying, like it's not easy to stay in a dham, right? So, so you can get totally caught up in all these aspects. But when you go with an experienced devotee, you get the eyes to actually see the dham as you should be able to see it. Um, it is said, like I, I speak a lot about Vrindavan because. I have been to Vrindavan Dham, unfortunately not yet been to Dwarka Dham, but uh, I can speak in reference to Vrindavan. So when I'm speaking Vrindavan, I mean, we can assume that it is... Oh, my. Okay. So um, you can consider it like, you know, any Dham. So in Vrindavan, where was I? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of... Yeah, we keep complaining about the. Sorry. We keep complaining about the, you know, uh, physical problems or like the problems which you face in Dham. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the uh, concept of Bhauma Vrindavan. Okay, Bhauma Vrindavan or earthly Vrindavan is the facade which we see when we go to Vrindavan. It's not the actual spiritual Vrindavan. The spiritual Vrindavan is hiding behind the facade of Bhauma Vrindavan. And we need to have special vision in order to understand or uh, see this spiritual Vrindavan. Not like we'll see it totally clean or something like that, but we understand the conscience of, conscious of uh, Vrindavan when we, you know, get this new vision. We look beyond all the filthiness, dirt and all these things. So that vision is provided when you go with an experienced devotee. And then what happens is, um, even if you get hurt, you consider that, oh, my karma is going away. Okay, I'm in dham. So whatever misery I face, 
It is like your karma is reducing manifold times as compared to the misery which you are facing. So in dham, it is like everything is multiplied. So if you do some good activity, you get multiple times benefits of the pious activity. And again, the other part is like if you do something wrong, the uh, the bad effect also is multiple times. So you have to be very careful also in dham. But basically, it is uh, the consciousness which gets affected when you go with a devotee. So then, um, I remember like when we go for uh, Govardhan Parikrama. So we would be waiting like, you know, maybe a thorn will uh, pierce us, right? It's like, because it's like, if, if a thorn pierces, it, it, it creates, uh, I mean, um, you're disturbed, right? It's a karma. You're in a state of discomfort. So it's like the discomfort means your karma is being washed off. So people are looking forward to a thorn piercing you. I remember this part very nicely. In a normal circumstance, would you even think like, you know, let let something hurt me? No. But this is what happens in a dham. Once you get the eyes to look at the dham in a proper manner. So um, talking about Vrindavan, uh, I'm sure all of you have already been there. So if somebody is not been there, I would strongly urge that you know, at least once we should visit the dham. Right? So what happens is once you have physically been to a dham and internalized all the different uh, leela sthalis and, you know, been to different places, even if you're not in a dham, whenever you want to, you miss the dham, that's what I do, I just have to close my eyes and meditate on the different uh, uh, pastimes or the places which I have visited and it all comes back. It's a magical experience. This this uh, technique was shared to be uh, shared to me uh, by one very senior uh, devotee from the Sri Sampraday. She would tell me that you know every day morning when she wakes up, she would close her eyes and meditate on all the dhams which she has visited, and you know that way she would do a parikrama of the entire dham. So. Uh, it's a magical experience. So, but I feel that you know, once you've been to a dham, it becomes a very personal experience, right? So, for me, like, um, if we have the time, I'd like to speak a little bit about some of the lila stalis which I have visited and which manifest in my mind when I close my eyes. So, the first thing which comes to my mind is a place called Pili Pokhari. Pili Pokhari. It's also called Priyakunda. Now, this is a pond in um, near Barsana, near Barsana Dham. And uh, Radharani and her Sakhis, they would go here to pick the fruits of some, I don't remember the name of the, there are a lot of trees which grow around this place. They would go there to pick these fruits and have fun in the water. And uh, it is said that once when Radharani was small and she had visited uh, Nandagram, and Yashoda Maya was enamored by this little girl. She was very, very fond of her and she wanted her as her daughter-in-law. So what she did one day is she took her hands, her palms, and put haldi on it or turmeric, yellow. Now this, this is a significance like, you know, that if you want somebody as your daughter-in-law, like if it's kind of a ritual where you engage somebody, you put haldi on their hands, right? Now she did this out of affection, like, you know, she just took her hands and did it. Now, Radha Rani was uh, overjoyed, but she was also terribly embarrassed. How can she go back to her home with yellow hands? 
right usually it's a ritual that the in-laws they will come would be in-laws they'll come to the girl's house and there will be a talk and then you know after all that this haldi is placed and now here yashoda maya out of affection she's just placed it just like that radha rani is like abashed like how do i go back home like this so what she does on the way back at this pili pokhari she washes her hands tries to scrub off all the haldi and they say that because of that the entire pond becomes yellow with radharani washing her hands so the name of this pond is called pili pokhari pili is yellow in hindi so it's such a beautiful past time so so this is one one place which i distinctly remember uh, Uh, from vrindavan then um, coming to another place which is kusum sarovar we used to start govardhan parikrama from kusum sarovar kusum sarovar and next to kusum sarovar is a very small temple of radha ban bihari radha ban bihari ji they are in the form of shilas govardhan shilas and the past time uh, goes like uh, krishna is making radha rani's hair is braiding her hair he has a comb in his hand and radha rani has a mirror in her hand now radha rani is looking at herself it looks like she is looking at herself but actually she is looking at the image of krishna in the mirror it's a very beautiful pastime and if you see the shilas they are decorated so nicely so krishna has a comb in his hand on the altar and radha rani has a mirror so such a beautiful pastime so these are like small small places but uh, so we were taken by our guide a spiritual guide and uh, kusum sarovar in itself now kusum sarovar if you see uh, many a times when they show like vrindavan they show that beautiful temple like and a sarovar that is actually kusum sarovar now kusum sarovar the significance goes that radha rani and her gopis they go to this place every day at a particular time without fail like i if i'm if i recollect correctly it is around 11 10 in the morning something like that to collect flowers kusum is flowers so there are kunjas near kusum sarovar where they would go and collect flowers so we were told by our guide that every day radharani comes here so if you are there at 11 you are possibly in the vicinity of radharani somewhere so the thought itself like you know made the hairs on my body stand wow can you imagine you are you are like radharani somewhere near you and with her gopis it's it's uh, it's amazing that that is the kind of effect a dham has on your consciousness so there are a few few things which i wanted to share and of course coming back to radha damodar temple is another place which comes to my meditation immediately and then you go into prabhupad's quarters the small room where he would uh, sit and do his bhajan japa and uh, right now i think it is closed off to visitors like they have sealed it you can just see it from outside but uh, at least a few years back you could actually go and i'm sure everybody has been there and you could uh, i sit and do japa or something and that place is so magical like to think that prabhupad left this perfect place to come to the us for the sake of all of us right uh, he came here so that many of us as like me could realize the importance of vrindavan 
right? He had to come out of Vrindavan for that. So you can just feel immense gratitude to Srila Prabhupada, especially when you go that. He left all that to come come here. So uh, that that is it about the magic of the dhams. So I would really encourage everybody to visit the dhams. I try to tell this to everybody who goes at least once go and visit Vrindavan. And uh, it is the month of Kartik, the month of Srimati Radharani. And Vrindavan is magical during this time. Actually, any dham. Uh, my most vivid memory of uh, Kartik is actually in uh, Shri Puri dham. When we were offering the ghee lamp in the evening, sitting outside in the courtyard and looking at the chakra of Lord Jagannath. That is still etched in my mind. It's like it was slightly drizzling, and it, it's magical. It's magical. So these are experiences which are, you know, imprinted on the mind. So, you know, you might go to so many other places, but uh, the magic of these dhams, the effect they have on your consciousness, is amazing. So, uh, of course, every evening we have Damodarashtakam here, and when we are offering the ghee lamp to the deities, to Radha Kalachanji, we get the similar benefits. The place gets transformed into Vrindavandham. Right? So, that is the association of devotees and so on. So, for us, especially those of us who are away from dhams, I think the meditation works amazing. To meditate on, like, you know, going around the dham. For that, if we are visited the dhams once, it's even more magical. So with this, I would like to end today's class. Or if we have time for a bhajan, would we want to do that? Okay. So, Prabhuji, we have one uh, thing, I think, Vrindavana Ramyasthana. If we can find it. And then uh, Krishna came there, and then Radharani wanted to collect some particular flowers. So she asked Krishna to pick her up. Okay. So when he picked her up, there was some branch. So she put one hand on the branch and was reaching, and then he let her go. So she was holding on the branch, and her feet couldn't touch the ground, and she was kicking, and she got angry, and all the gopis and Krishna were laughing, but then he took her down. <laughs> Have you heard that one? I have. I don't think I heard this particular one, so thank you for sharing. That's amazing. Okay, it's not there. Okay. So I can I can uh, read and maybe can follow. Is it okay? Or if you can look it up on your phones, like it's called Vrindavana um, Ramyasthana. It's a very short and sweet bhajan. It's just uh, the bhajans also make it even more sweeter. The entire experience of Dance. Can we start? Vrindavana Ramyasthana Divya Chintamani Dhamma Ratana Mandira Manohara Vrindavana Ramyasthana Divya Chintamani Dhamma Ratana Mandira Manohara Vrindavana Ramyasthana Divya Chintamani 
धाम रता मनोहारम्यास्थान दिव्यचिंतामणि धाम अब्रत कालिंदीनीरे राजा हम सकेली कोरे ताहे शोभे कना का कामाला अब्रत कालिंदीनीरे राजा हम सकेली कोरे ताहे शोभे कना का कामाला तारा मध्ये हे मापीठ अष्टदाले विष्टीत अष्टदाले प्रधान नाईका तारा मध्ये हे मापीठ अष्टदाले बेष्टीत अष्टदाले प्रधान नाईका तारा मध्ये रत्नासाने भुसिया छादुईजाने श्याम संगे सुंदरी राधिका तारा मध्ये रत्नासाने भुसिया छादुईजाने श्याम संगे सुंदरी
ವೃಂದಾವನಮ್ಯಾಸ್ಥಾನ ದಿವ್ಯ ಚಿಂತಾಮಣಿಧಾಮ ರತನಂದಿರ ಮನೋಹ ರಮ್ಯಾಸ್ಥಾನ ದಿವ್ಯ ಚಿಂತಾಮಣಿಧಾಮ ರತನಂದಿರ we are running out of time so i will stop now thank you so much hari krishna hari krishna hari krishna